0: Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold. Guaranteed realties. Oh, it is that time of the morning where we've reached social studies. Nine o'clock hours here. Sarah Cazell's here to take us through everything going on on our Twitter account, at Bickley underscore Murata. Hi, Sarah.
1: Hello. Hello. The last post before um, our questions went up on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata, is a very fun, although very pixelated video of uh, Jarrett and Dave Burns and myself Celebrating at Aaron Maloney's wedding. Um, it was a great time, Jared, wasn't it?
2: Very fun. I was only I was only sad that Dan Bickley had left. By the just, time we did that, Just prior yes. to before yeah, we did those
1: videos. That's a shame. Ah. Would you be a willing participant in I a 360 been. Yeah, video? Yeah, okay. absolutely. I did not absolutely. expect that.
0: Okay. This one had different props than your uh, your wedding's
2: camera did.
1: That's Sarah. right. Yeah.
2: Different video quality, too. <laughs>
1: that's, that is correct.
2: They're done with a flip phone, apparently. Oh, no, no, Jared. I think you look better pixelated. What?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you're not wrong.
1: The less definition, the better. <laughs> what's, what's less than standard def? Let's do that one. Right. All right, we're on Twitter, like I said at Bickley underscore Murata you can find our fun little video there and all of today's social studies questions let's start with the Phoenix Suns Um, they've lost four of their last five Uh, it's been six games without Kevin Durant, they won that first game against the Thunder but then have uh, gone on a little streak since then, Um, the Suns are holding on to the fourth spot in the West right now but it's very close, they are half a game ahead of the Clippers in fifth, they are two games ahead of the Mavericks in sixth and then two and a half Games ahead of the Warriors in seventh. So it is, uh, it's really tight in that four, five, six, seven, I guess, ranking yes. right there. All right. If the playoffs started today, they would play the Clippers in the first round. But of these four options, which potential first-round series scares you the most? Which first-round series scares Mm -hmm. you the most? The Clippers, the Mavs, the Warriors, or I'm only scared of the play-in tournament? Uh, All four
0: options scare me right now. But if I have to pick one, I'm picking the Warriors. And why the Warriors? They're the defending champions, and I still think they're sneaky enough to turn it on yeah uh, I think that um I think that's where I'm
3: citing too I I it's easier for me to pick the one element out of that group that I am not
2: afraid of and that would be the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. okay just Ooh. the Kyrie factor. You don't think there's any kind of mental thing with the Suns playing them again? No, yeah, might be. no
3: I, I think maybe, but I, again, I told Vinny this uh, last week. I think the Mavericks made an all-time blunder in letting Jalen
0: Brunson go. They did. All-time blunder. They did, but at this time last year, we weren't afraid of the Mavericks
1: either. No, well, that's, yeah. that's a good yep. point. Yeah. That, is, that is a great point. Right now, 32% of our voters say the Warriors scare them the most in that uh, seventh seed right now. Thirty-two percent. Okay, 25% say the Clippers are the scariest to them. 23% are only scared of being in the play-in tournament. 20% are most scared of the Dallas Mavericks. Wow. I know. Phoenix Sun says if the Suns are healthy, none of the above. Okay, that's great. But I don't know if we can bank on that right now. Tom Grendel says he does not fear any of those matchups. He wants the Suns to go get revenge on the Mavericks. Bullwinkle Durant says, bold of you to assume that they will make the playoffs at this point. Oh, come on. There's some people that feel that way, too. It's yes. not guaranteed. The sky is falling for some Suns fans right now. Uh, Tino says he fears the Clippers. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are a problem, and the Clippers match up well against the Suns. The Warriors... Cool. We've had their number this season and can't win on the road. Missing Wiggins really hurt them.
2: And I agree. That's brutal, man. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in a seven game series, you might have to play them three times.
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> ah.
2: Well done, yeah, Jerry. <laughs> All
1: right, let's get to the Arizona Cardinals. We just had Kent Summers, the recently retired. Kent Summers on with us a few segments ago to talk about DeAndre Hopkins and some potential landing spots for him this offseason. Pretty much everyone is expecting that his time as a Cardinal is over. So of these four options, guys, which DeAndre Hopkins deal would you make if you are the Arizona Cardinals? You would only trade him for a first-round draft pick. You would trade him for only an early second-round pick. Any second-round pick plus a player, or you would hold on to him. You would not trade him.
0: I think there's nuance to this question, and the nuance is timing. Mm. I think right now, on March 20th, five weeks away from the NFL draft, the Cardinals should be holding out for a first-round pick. You have to start high and work your way down. Agreed. So that's the nuance. So that's my answer this morning.
3: Yeah, I think that's the way you do it. You go hardcore like that. and Because I, I, my belief is most of the NFL does not respect the Cardinals right now when it comes to this. Oh, and sure. it just seems that he's going to be poached for a second round. That they're going to be lucky to get a second round pick. You, you don't have to oblige that. Yeah. You don't.
1: Is it interesting? Do you think Cardinals fans are missing time time right now? Those blockbuster time time trades? What, what Cardinal fans are that? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I asked the question. Yeah. Do you think?
3: No, I don't. All
1: no. right. Daylight Films says, or let me read the, uh, the percentages first. 36% of our voters say, if you're the Cardinals, the deal they would make for D-Hop is any second round draft pick plus a player. say only a first-round draft pick. 23% say only a second-round, early second-round draft pick. 15% say don't trade the guy. Uh, Daylight Films says given DeAndre Hopkins' age, his recent history, and the salary cap hit, he will be a tough sell for other teams, but just get what you can. A second-round pick with a player thrown in is not unreasonable. Corpse Shasta says a second-round pick and the GM of the other team needs to pick up meals, snacks, and soda. I want the other team to cover those expenses for the next three years. Oh, that's good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's funny, though, is any second-round pick and a player thrown in is what the Cardinals gave to Houston for... DeAndre Hopkins and the Houston was roundly destroyed for it. Yes,
1: 100%. And then Tom G says the deal he would make for DeAndre Hopkins a second round pick and a quote, nice guy or quote, ham sandwich. Remember when David Johnson was referred to as a ham sandwich? Do you guys remember that? Nice ham.
2: Doesn't that sound delicious right about now, Jerry? i like a baguette with some Swiss cheese, maybe. Starving.
1: Michael Irving called him a ham sandwich. He's got bigger problems. <laughs> he, he, <Again>. he does. <laughs> All right. L- let's get to our final question. Oh, Jarrett Carlin, I don't remember why. Well,
2: because. because this question. We found, I found out today, at least, that live golf's motto. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Is <laughs> it, What is it? Like golf, but louder or something? Uh, golf, golf, but louder. Golf, but louder.
3: But louder. <laughs> All right. Golf! Like, as Vinny so aptly said, louder, like a forest falling in the tree. Or a tree <laughs> falling in the forest. Sorry, right, Blue blew that. Blew the punchline. Who do you think you are, ferret? <laughs> okay. Live golf! Louder! Like a tree falling in a forest. There golf, go. but Finally. less
0: competitive and for more money. <laughs> and for more money, but no real stakes. I'm just happy the Fireballs won down in Tucson. That's what I'm happy. <sighs> Is that their team name, the Fireball? Yeah, I don't know who's on the
1: team. I'll have to
0: ask Bubba Watson's uh, song. Boy, when that song hit. (laughs) Holy moly. Oh,
1: man, don't worry about it. All right, with that Live Golf slogan in mind, we asked our listeners, with MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL, we, we need a good motto or a good slogan for those four leagues. Are you guys prepared with any mottos, or do we get straight to the listener submissions? Uh,
0: I want to submit one for baseball. Please. Um, MLB, now with a clock. <laughs> okay. Major League Baseball,
3: it's time.
1: It's
2: Oh,
3: Wow, man. Time for baseball. That's even better, too. Look at that. All right, what do we Look got from our All listeners? Right. Eight seconds, and we just... A, we're like, we're like, we're like, it like the madmen. The, the madmen, <laughs> really. That's what
1: we're like. All right, Cactus Jack submitted for baseball. We're boring and you know it. <laughs> oh, and we know it. <laughs> NBA, more inconsistent than your ex. Okay. NFL... Our scripts are top tier. <laughs> NHL, please just watch us. <laughs> Chad Smith submitted for baseball. We were popular in the Victorian era.
3: Oh,
1: jeez. NFL, we take your money, your happiness, and you will like it. NHL, we know you just want to see him fight.
0: Oh, that's that's good.
1: Good. Uh, Ryan... Okay, I don't know how to say his last name. Is it Wooster? Ryan W O R? Is that but Wooster? Yeah, okay, I don't know. MLB, i to Joe Wooster. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. I'm
0: waiting. Always, I'm always waiting for the Tommy
1: when he says, that "Yeah, your, yeah, yeah no, that was dri- that was
0: directly lifted from an Adam Sandler album." Oh, okay, okay,
1: okay. MLB, the game you want is blacked out.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 NBA,
1: load manage your time and just watch the playoffs.
0: That's that's a good one.
1: You can't escape us for the NFL and for the NHL. Please give us a chance. Way to go, Worcester. <laughs> Last one from Corpse Shasta. Always funny responses from him. MLB, where strikeouts happen on the field, off the field, with our broadcasts and our marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Rolls right off the tongue. NBA, we're basically the WWE. (laughs) NFL, we're basically the NBA now. (laughs) NHL, yeah, we don't recognize that guy either. Wow. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
0: It's amazing we're all sports fans, isn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thanks to everybody who chimed in on uh, social studies. At Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is where you can get involved in social studies. Coming up next, Sarah hit on it in social studies. The panic level of the Phoenix Suns fan with twelve games remaining in the regular season. Where is it, and where is it going? We'll get into that and more next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
2: And Bickley. Vince Morada, Bickley
3: and Morada
0: Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We're at the point of season where
1: every game counts. You know, you just want to get as many wins as you as you can. we tonight.
4: They had a tough turnover at the end of the third, and I think we were up nine, maybe ten. That turned into an and one, and the momentum just shifted. Um, so that that was a tough um, exchange. Instead of just staying at nine or ten and or going up and getting a really good shot, you know, we gave them momentum
0: that is uh, Devin Booker Monty Williams following yesterday's Suns four-point loss on the road at Oklahoma City a game that they had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter they allowed a 23 to 4 run by the Thunder in that game it was fueled by uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander uh, he had 40 points in the game got 16 of those at the free throw line um so the, you know, the sons they are grasping right now um and we talked about it last week the term that came to mind for both of us and i think it's a very apt term to use in the interim waiting for kevin durant to get back from this this ankle injury is treading water mm-hmm. and when you are up 10 on the road that's a good job of treading water when yeah. you don't hold on to that lead that 's not a good job no. of treading water. They let one slip, and Devin Booker said it thirty eight and uh, thirty three now with um, uh, that would be eleven games left uh, at this point of the season. Mm-hmm. And a tenuous hold on fourth place in the Western Conference. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you've got the L.A. Clippers right on their heels. You've got the
3: Mavericks behind them. And then now you're in the play-in area. So, yeah, they, they're kind of at the spot now where they've where this Kevin Durant injury has gotten to, to – we're almost at the ultra-serious level. This Wednesday game against the Lakers is going to be something because the Lakers should be desperate. I, I think Anthony Davis will play. I don't think he's going to load-manage, but you never know with him. Uh, but it, it's this is one of the games I identified. There were some games. Uh, well, I don't think any of them would be easy without Kevin Durant. There's some games on the schedule. You got to win on the way out. You got to beat the Spurs. You got to beat the Thunder. You, you got to beat uh, who else is in there? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's uh-huh. some there's some marquee games that you got to give yourself some margin. Spurs in town on Saturday. Oh, that's a tough game, mm-hmm. and that's coming after a Friday night game that you're playing on the road. So, uh, to me, the easy answer is when is Kevin Durant? Getting back because again I I don't understand I'm really still having a hard time understanding how an ankle that was sprained so badly that he kept working out on it is bad enough to keep him out weeks. I think... I just... I, I'm... I, the whole paradigm of injuries in the NBA, It's it just... it's It blows my mind at what's
0: become of this league. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me that if we do hear from Kevin Durant when he comes back where he talks about just adrenaline kicking in. Like, yeah, he was hyped maybe. to play. He wanted to play in front of the home crowd. Maybe felt a little bit silly about, you know, misstepping, you know, <laughs> taking a layup on his own with not being guarded by a defender in warm-ups. And yeah. he just wanted to make it right and probably... You're right. ...made things worse in the process. You're absolutely right. And, and, and Wednesday night, when the Suns hit LA to take on the Lakers on Wednesday, uh, and yeah, you're right. Um, Anthony Davis will probably play in that game because the Lakers don't play between now and then either. Uh, and they played yesterday, and Anthony Davis did play in that game. Um, but when they when they hit that, they're going to be two weeks removed from the Kevin Durant injury, which would be a week away at least from the quote unquote reevaluation. I'm wondering if there's a you know an expedited reevaluation of it, especially if they lose that game in L.A. Uh, and then, you know, the Suns moving on. Like you said, they're on the road on Friday. They come mm-hmm. home on Saturday. It's a very crucial stretch for them. Uh, that game, uh, Sacramento, on Friday night, that's a really tough back-to-back. Oof.
3: Oof. Can't think of anything more to know. Is Philadelphia coming in off of back-to-back, or are they coming
0: in with rest? Uh, let's see. Philly they are here on saturday mm-hmm. and that will be yeah they play in golden state on friday okay so so it's going to be difficult it's going to be difficult on them as well, well. that's going to be the third game of a four game trip it yeah. uh, starts in chicago on wednesday mm-hmm. golden state phoenix and then they end up in denver on monday
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah so again it it's the the idea of degrees of difficulty none of it matters now other than protecting their turf finding out what they have to do to protect their
0: turf hopefully kevin durant's very very close hope Hope. Hope uh but it's getting to the point now and maybe I'm a defeatist and if you think it's so I I fully can acknowledge that maybe I sound like one but mm-hmm. right now with the way the season has gone and we we talked about it a little bit with with Kent Summers how strange this season has been from every aspect that right now if the Suns make any noise in the playoffs it's almost going to feel like gravy Now do I expect I, them if I, I disagree a to- with that if, if Kevin to- Durant's
3: healthy you that, that's going to be your expectation I can't get past the, the weight of
0: the if there. It seems well, I mean, that almost, was the whole point of the trade. Though. Yes, but, well, and the three years to follow. Well, well that on too. The contract, that yeah, but, that know, too. We haven't even mentioned it today. Like, the, the stars aligning to get these players on the court at the same time seems like an impossible task. DeAndre Ayton's out now. Because of the hip contusion. How much time does he miss? And I don't know how By the way, many he, times uh, this year where it's coincided where a player comes back where another player gets hurt. Landry Shamit came back yesterday and actually did some decent things. Mm-hmm.
2: And DeAndre Ayton doesn't play. And we, along the lines of the Durant thing, Ayton hurt himself and then continued to play in that game. Yes. And, and then is now missing time. And we talked about that when, when it happened too. I was shocked that DeAndre Ayton finished
0: that game. And, and you predictably... Predictor- Correctly predicted that he missed the next game. Because of what you just said, too. What injuries have become in In the the NBA. NBA. Nobody
3: plays through anything in the NBA anymore. Nope. And and so you would hope that Kevin Durant healthy brings this team to a level where it doesn't feel that way. But but I understand the general sentiment. This is just when you match up the Suns without Kevin Durant, they look woefully, woefully undermanned. Yeah, they look look like a
0: mediocre basketball team. And that's even with Devin Booker doing what he was doing on the court yesterday. He was fantastic, but didn't get a lot in terms of uh, help. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks are headed to Chase Field for one night only. December 8th. Tickets go on sale on Friday. But you can win a pair of tickets now by visiting the contest page at ArizonaSports.com. Coming up next, it's Monday. We'll hand out some hardware. Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports
4: poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford.
1: All right. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We go to our website, arizonasports.com, every day at this time. So let's do that now. Which position should the Cardinals target next in free agency? Corner, quarterback, defensive lineman, or edge rusher? I think a cornerback would be
0: a pretty good uh, use yeah, of, probably, piece of some fun. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad thing to yeah. go after. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, what about after a corner? what What do you think should be the next priority for the cardinals?
0: What were the choices? We're edge, D rusher. Lineman, edge, edge rusher, edge or
1: quarterback. Yeah,
0: I don't know if at this stage of free agency you're going to find an impact edge rusher for you know bargain price. I don't know. Maybe um, you, you can never have too many of those guys. We'll see. Uh, I'd go there. I mean, right. impact positions.
1: Cornerback. The only reason I asked is because I knew cornerback was going to win. Forty-four percent say that's what the Cardinals should go after next. After that, twenty-three percent say D lineman. Nineteen percent say quarterback. Fifteen percent say edge rusher.
0: There you go. Here's today's Sanderson Ford poll question and you can vote on it now on the homepage at arizonasports.com Arizona sports the local sports leader Marana mornings handing out the hardware. hardware hardware is brought to you by revitalize Lose uh, revitalized weight loss and wellness. Eat smart, lose weight, keep it off with Revitalized Proud Nutrition Partner of Your Phoenix Sons. It's also our version of the award show. And we're in a one nice. show season, so we're we're just doing our Let's thing. Let's do
3: it, Vinny. Heck, start it off, man. My first award is the My Favorite Burrow is not Joe Burrow award. And I'm giving it to the beer Burrow at Aaron Maloney's <laughs> wedding on Saturday night. There was a there was donkey. A, beer a donkey right. There was a donkey. Carrying many bottles of Corona over its back and just walking around. And so if you wanted the Corona,
1: boom! Thank you, Beer Burrow. It had a cute little flower crown and everything. It did, yeah. Was uh, there a
2: burrow handler?
1: It was the burrow Yeah, it had one? a know. Know. There there burrow. There was a burrow roaming throughout yeah. the wedding? Burrow had a handler. I, Why didn't you have the burrow in your dance
2: video? <laughs> I don't know. The donkey moved <laughs> I think, by the time. Uh,
1: I think the beer burrow went to sleep at that point. Took a nap. Yeah, it was a little bit late when we hopped <laughs> onto the old 360
2: <laughs> uh, I guess this is a thing, because Sarah,
0: That's didn't you right. say you've seen then this at other...
1: Uh-huh. The beer burrow? The beer burrow. I've seen that at other weddings.
0: I've seen it. There's a local restaurant that h- hosts a lot of weddings that you can obviously be a, a viewer of that you weren't invited to. I've seen it there. Okay. But I've never been at a wedding with a burro. And? I've been uh, at other parties with burro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> after the.
3: Bean burro. You've been at a party with a beer burro and a party with jackasses, is what you're trying to say.
2: And any a- of those. After the cocktail hour was done? Yes. Delicious. Oh, the hors d'oeuvres? No, the. uh Donkey. Oh, oh, Jared. oh Jared. Jared. What's wrong? What's a, with you? was implying that we killed and ate the donkey. I I'm that that we that we that. Okay, okay. donkey. I that. Fair enough. You donkey. Okay. Sasses. Next one. All right. Wow. You broke a swing Swag and a miss. <laughs> Carlin goes down on
0: strikes. Uh, I'll do uh, my first award is the, hey, yeah award. And I'm giving it to the Virginia Tech student body. Did you hear this story? No. I don't Virginia know what story Tech, you're talking about. It. The Virginia heard Virginia Tech, well, <laughs> you didn't get it from his... Hey, yeah, That's yeah. true. Um, the Virginia Tech women's basketball team played two games in its own gym in the NCAA tournament Friday and Saturday. So the NCAA will schedule these games, the home site for the team playing there, but they want it to be a neutral field. So since 2000, uh, Enter Sandman by Metallica has been a staple at Virginia ah. Tech games. They were not allowed to play the, the song over the PA system. <laughs> really? So the student body did it acapella. Is that right? And it was awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But maybe if you want a neutral to go field, check that out. NCAA, don't schedule home games for those teams.
2: Yeah. I know it's kind of a double-edged sword, but uh, right. Yeah. All right, my first award is kind of long, but my second award is very, very short. So, But this is the Tobias Funke, there are dozens of us, dozens award. And it goes to Charles Barkley, who admitted that when he was a player... To for convenience to save time, who knows? Uh, used to shower with his jersey on. Here is a clip from that.
4: And shout out to all the trainers, also yeah. to have all, and the guys who do all the uniforms to get these that uniforms works. cleaned up and everything. I mean, I'm so old, we used to take a shower in our uniforms because you know, when we, we, we flew commercial my first few Wait, years, time out. We, 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 there's no era where you could, <laughs> yes, it is. Stop, you're making this <laughs> up. No, there's no way that you, you were supposed to watch your <laughs> uniform with your. <laughs> oh, when I making this up. I'm not making this up. Let him finish. I've never heard no one in the right no. mind has let ever done let that. Let him finish, please. And soap, they give you soap. Let to- him no, finish, no, no, no. Kenny. When I first got to the NBA, we flew commercial. Yes. Right, that's, that's that's I, I, I'm not that's disagreeing accurate. with you. So, so when that's you played the night before and flew the next morning, when was you exactly going to get your uniform clean? You had to wash your uniform yourself. So after the game, when you got to your room, you took a shower in your uniform and dried in dropped on the commercial airline the next <laughs> year. you with that? clamp it. No, please. That's why you had to let him Come on. No. I did. Yeah, have you ever heard of so this in your life, Clark. No, well, how are y'all cleaning y'all uniform? Y'all playing in funky uniforms? <laughs> no, no, somebody. Austin <laughs> oh, and yeah, yeah, when, yeah, when, you're, when you're flying the next morning. You can clean your uniform without showering in it. Well, that, what, is, that, is, that is possible. You, you have can actually clean it with, without showering in Uh-oh. it. You don't have to have it all. No, but it's easier to do it that way.
0: That's going to do it for today's
4: show. Yeah. Thanks to That's right. Right, That's right, Jared.
0: Summers for joining.
4: Editing is a thing,
0: Jared. You can, you can do that. You didn't have to play all 82 seconds of it. But the best part of it was Clark Kellogg's
1: laughing throughout it. That was pretty good. All right, I'm going to jump right into the Dayton Dandy Award. It goes to the pet band from the University of Dayton. Did you guys see this? Fairly Dickinson Yes. played Florida Atlantic yesterday. It was a loss for FDU, but before the game, Jake Trotter of ESPN shared this nugget. Since Fairly Dickinson does not have a band, Dayton's band stepped in to play for FDU. They learned FDU's fight song minute before tip on, or minutes before tip on Friday, and then in yesterday's game they waved around plastic swords that they got from Party City as they rooted for wow. the Knights. I
0: love that stuff. That's that's a great story. Fairleigh Dickinson uh, is an interesting university. They shouldn't have even been in the tournament. They won. They they pulled a huge upset. Their sports information director is currently a junior at the university. Like They they do things a little bit differently there. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting.
3: Fairly different. All right. My last award is Live Golf. Golf, but grosser. And I'm giving that award to Sergio Garcia, who was caught on camera taking a leak on a golf course. Went right to the left of the tee box and bam. Couldn't do that on the PGA tour, I'll Don't tell you that much. Have homes? Somebody class. should caution Sergio, you can be arrested as a sex offender if you do
0: that. Yes, you can. Yeah. You might again, want to be careful if about if nobody that. is watching, do you get caught? That's in- the point. <laughs> That's the point. I you're going to call out Live Golf for canceling the health insurance for all their broadcast oh, crew members.
3: That, <laughs> that, that is the latest. That is the latest put headline. Yeah. Golf, but uh, grosser.
0: Uh, my next award is my last award, is the uh, it's officially old award now. And I hate the that I have to side with the Memphis Grizzlies but the Memphis Grizzlies were the latest team to smack the Golden State Warriors uh, in a road game for the Warriors, one thirty-three to one nineteen. In the final seconds of the loss, uh, Clay Thompson, who just can't get Devin or Dylan Brooks out of his head, or Devin Booker, or Devin Booker out of his head. DBs one, man. once again on the bench in the closing seconds of a blowout loss on the road is counting to four for how many rings they have. You know what, Clay? Keep counting to seven. Use that second hand, and that will indicate how many road wins your team has oh. this year. Blake Thompson has
2: become a nuisance. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. That's the way I feel. Jarrett? Uh, my last award is the Special Day Award, because today is not only the birthday of our boss, but it is the birthday of my mom. <gasps> so happy birthday to Sydney Carlin, and we will celebrate today and tomorrow.
1: Oh, that was short. I told you. Yeah, you had to make up hard. for that last. That oh, I
2: it's knew hard. that was, that's why I...
1: Happy birthday, Mom. All right. This is the Love is in the Air Award. It's a two-parter. We just mentioned Erin Maloney and her nuptials. Um, She was the most stunningly beautiful bride. Not surprising at all. Just absolutely gorgeous. It was a great time. Great music. All of that good stuff. But I want to also shout out Jay Glazer, the Fox NFL analyst. Did you guys see he got engaged recently? I did, yes. Uh, He's been very vocal about his struggles with depression and anxiety, which he calls the gray. So he tweeted this when he shared photos of of getting engaged to his now fiance. He wrote, it only took me 53 years to find true love for everyone out there. It is never too late because of my gray. I have felt unlovable for 53 years. As a result, I have sabotaged and pushed others away. That is what the gray gets you to do. But it takes a special spirit to stand there with me, help me grow and feel worthy of feeling loved. Uh, He continued, you know, thanking all of his followers and fans for helping him along on his mental health journey. He wrote, it took me 53 years to do the work and see that I'm worth it. I can beat the gray. I can live in the blue. Thank you to Rosie for what's going to be a lifetime of blue and love. Good for you, Jay. But coming from the guy
0: who's uh, dead inside on this show, I'm not sure marriage is the answer for depression and anxiety.
1: He didn't say marriage. (laughs) He said love. (laughs) Those are two different things. I think we all know that. But
2: they did get engaged.
1: Yes, they did get engaged. You
2: should have had fun with it. And first I had a tweet that said something big coming later today stay
1: tuned. <laughs> yes, yeah, as the that, NFL insiders he, are want
2: to do. Oh, yes. He would have been
0: roasted for that. Yeah. Uh, that is, Thank you, everybody. That's uh, hardware brought to you by Revitalize. You can text your thoughts on anything we've talked about today, as always, to the FanDuel text line. It's open at 620-620. Right now, coming up next, uh, some final thoughts and a Bickley and Murata Mornings bracket update that you're just going to want to stay tuned to feel better about your own bracket. Uh, that's next. Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona sports the local sports leader
4: Arizona sports the local sports leader
0: weekly and Marada. song of the day I've ever heard this before. I'm hearing it for the first time along with all of you, unless you've seen the movie Babylon. But on the birthday did. that Jarrett started, apparently yeah, nobody, nobody did, uh, my son, Brandon, had a birthday over the weekend. Oh. And I didn't... Uh, Happy birthday, Brandon. I didn't give him access to the song of the day on Friday, but I always give it to him. That's, that's the gift I give him every year. He gets the control song of the day. And he picked this from one of his favorite movies of the year 2022, Babylon, from uh, Damien Chazelle. Another jazz movie, kind of. He loves Damien Chazelle more than anything. There you go. Uh, this is from the Babylon Motion Picture Soundtrack from Justin Erwitz. Today's song of the day.
4: Happy Bickley birthday, Brian.
0: going birthday. off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Goodness gracious. There are busted brackets, and then there's my bracket. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, to update how we're all doing in our little in show bracket competition, it's very close among three of you. Uh, Bick, you nailed 23 of 32 first round games. All right. Uh, and you got nine of the final 16. So if we're going two points for uh, Sweet 16 teams, you've got 41 points. Uh, Jarrett Carlin, you got 22 of the 32 teams to win in the first round. Also, nine of the final 16 teams. Sarah, also nine of the final 16, but got 21 of 32 first round games. And then there's my piece of garbage. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) 17 out of 32 first round games and six. Oh,
2: boy. Do you have all your Final Four,
0: though? No. No. I'm missing half of my Final Four and the team I picked to win it all. All of us, except for Sarah, missing two Final Four teams. Jared, you had Marquette and Kansas, the same oh, two teams that loser. I'm missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bic, you had uh, you're missing Marquette in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Sarah's got three Final Four teams left: Alabama, Texas, UCLA. Let's go! Are, and both teams in, in the final, and your champion's still alive. Kansas, by
3: the way, became it marked the sixth consecutive year that the, the, the defending champion didn't make it out of the opening round. The next wow. year, yeah, that wow. was a
0: stat I wish I would have known when I filled. Yeah, up right. You didn't know that was a thing. You didn't I. I also wish I would have known that. The uh, Bill Self wasn't going to show up for the game.
3: I'm also, so. but, but like I said, you, I'm also, I, I'm, I, I, I have, I unburden myself of any expectations of doing well commensurate to what I really know about college basketball. Mm-hmm. You obviously have much higher standards for yourself than I do when it comes to I don't basketball. anymore.
0: I'm, I'm, just, this might be the last year I even fill out a bracket. It, 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 like, I don't spend the college basketball season gearing towards who I'm going to pick. It's no. just an activity that I like. Yeah. But it, if you want to do, but I get it. It's I stupid. Get it. I don't even get Buzzard's luck every once in a while. Everything that could go wrong goes it, wrong. I picked, like, year's luck, man. I picked, uh, I think I picked three 512 upsets. So I picked, let me find my bracket here. Of course, it's the last it's one. It's the one with all the red. So I guy. picked, yeah, it's Redding. I picked Charleston to beat San Diego State. <laughs> uh, I did pick Duke, so I got that one right. I picked, um, Drake over Miami, and I picked VCU over St. Mary's. And there wasn't a five twelve upset this year. You
3: no, know, there was the one that you bank on, but
2: yeah. a one and a two, both lost. But though. you know
3: what we do have in college basketball? It's a recycling. Uh, it's a recycling depot for disgraced coaches because oh. Sean Miller is very much alive in the NCAA tournament. Rick Pitino is going to land a big job after this tournament.
0: Yep. I noticed hey. that both of the Arizona fans uh, in our on our show picked Xavier to do quite well, and they're paying the benefit. Yep. They
2: should have lost in the first round. They should have. The they should they have were lost playing Tennessee State absolutely choked during the last yeah, like five minutes. Yeah, yes. they did.
1: Hey, Beck, do you still have the phone number for that clown you hired last time to follow Vince around the studio? I'll <laughs> oh, go ahead and give them a phone give, call. Give him a call again. Yeah, just book them now. It's
0: and I tweeted about that over the weekend too. It's like, thank goodness we didn't come up with some. Sort of consequence, or I'd be paying the consequence already today. There's no way I can win this
2: thing. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing better than the Pac-12, right. though. In all, like UCLA is still around, but the other Pac-12 schools are gone. In the women's, there was only four of them. In the in the women's bracket, the the tournament champion Washington State is out. Stanford, the number one seed, is out. We're only at the the second weekend, and yeah, Pac-12 in both.
1: To be fair, Washington State they caught lightning in a bottle. They were not supposed to be yes, a tournament. The yeah, they escaped. got
0: they got hot at the right time yeah. and they were a five seed which is probably an overseeding for them. One other quick story from the women's tournament. You mentioned uh, Ole Miss beat Stanford oh. the number one overall seed and uh, Ole Miss's coach is Coach Yo. One of her quotes she had in pursuing this job she was the coach in Jacksonville before mm-hmm. and she wasn't the first choice at Ole Miss but she apparently placed a phone call to the powers that be at Ole Miss in this coaching search and said I'm recruiting my butt off right now with a $20,000 recruiting budget. What could I do with your budget? And they're like, all right, let's see. And she beat Stanford. Wow. That's <laughs> a good Stanford, story. Yeah, By at Stanford. Yeah, yeah, that was a wild ending. Yeah, very wild ending. Uh, Zach Paschal, the newest Arizona Cardinal, in case you're uh, not familiar, 28 years old, 6'2", 214 pounds out of Old old Dominion, uh, former Colt and Eagle, uh, last year with the Eagles. Was a reserve, uh, caught 15 passes, 150 yards. He's going to be in the receiver rotation. But, hey, at least it's somebody to come in and, and play receiver for the Cardinals. I don't have a—I'm not an automatic— uh, Well, that counts. He's a human being. That he's counts. A, he's a human being who has caught balls in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Uh well, How your standards, man? Had a couple of decent seasons in 2019 and 2020 with the Colts where he uh, had 40 catches or more in each year and averaged over 14 yards per catch. So maybe a little bit of a vertical threat, which the Cardinals were lacking severely last year.
3: Well, let's hope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know
0: much about the player
3: other than to say that, that there's definitely a need. So, And again, it's, it's, what's interesting, too, is that these are going to be early looks at Maniassenfort and and Jonathan Gannon and what kind of team we're going to have in the future.
0: Yeah, it just seems like uh, again the strategy is going to be draft heavy. Um, yeah, and, and that's one thing I am looking forward to—the the draft strategy. And I fell prey to it pretty much every year, and I think most people do. In, in response to a draft, is oh they they did okay. They you know they they got the best player available, which was the old. Mm-hmm. Now they got real needs, so I want to see what the difference in philosophy between Monty Osborne and his front office is. Opposed to, to what Steve Kime's philosophy oh, yeah. was in his front office because.
3: Well, let's just, the draft hope, the, was let's not just kind. hope the hit rate is a little different. Well, uh, a lot different. And by different, you mean better? I mean better. (laughs) I do mean better, Vinny.
0: (laughs) Better is different, and different is better. Uh huh. Uh, Both apply. Yes. Thanks to uh, Ken Summers for joining us on this Monday. We will be back tomorrow morning, bright and early, for the Tuesday edition. Wolf and Luke up next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody.